What's up? I am doing a presentation this Friday um, at the end of my neuroradiology rotation and the topic that I'm going to be discussing is going to be artificial intelligence in in, neuro, in neuroradiology more specifically. I do touch upon artificial intelligence in <coughs> In other aspects of medicine but it's mostly in radiology and uh, I have a cool factoid that I want to tell you um, hopefully no one I'm giving this presentation to is what on Friday is watching this video right now so spoiler alert if you are um, I went through F FDA's website and I looked at the AI technologies that were have been approved by the FDA they have there's like a they they update that there's like a list and they update it um it seems like it's maybe like biannually um the first device that they approved that they termed artificial intelligence you know aided or based device it was in 1995 um is that was that truly artificial intelligence i don't know maybe um the f it, i don't think it was anything too significant um, and there was like every couple of years you'd see like another one until 2016 um, from 2016 until today it was a, an exponential um, rise in the number of AI technologies not exponential it's mostly exponential um, but it flattened out a little bit over during the last couple of years I think because of COVID um, But since 2016, we've been seeing an increase in the number of uh, AI technologies approved by the FDA. Um, and I did some more digging and I found out that more than 90, 90%, around 90% of those technologies approved by the FDA every year are radiology technologies, which is crazy, right? I mean, it makes sense. Radiology is a tech-based medical profession, right? Um all of it is on the computer um, so it makes sense uh, but it's just really it's fascinating to see how much it's 90% and um, I learned a few things one there's more there's room to use AI and technology in, in specialties outside of radiology that's one there's so much room like, I mean even in radiology it's insane but outside of radiology most of the fields are in their infancy in terms of AI integration. And in within radiology, as I was trying to see, okay, so what what have we been doing? Um, what are we using the AI for? Um, it's useful, a bunch of different things. Um, some of it is inter interpretation of the scans after they're after they're after they're taken. But a good amount of it's almost 50 50 50 percent okay 49 percent is like um interpretation 49 percent is reconstruction of the images while they're like at the scanner um so as you know scanners they're the cts or mris or whatever it is you'll scan 
but as you're scanning you have to construct the image from the data you're getting right and there's you 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 have to use an algorithm to construct that image from the data raw data that you're getting and that algorithm will need will work as the scanner is scanning so that um it can figure out what's real what not what's not real what's artifact what's not artifact and there's a bunch of different ways these algorithms can work but the most recent ones using ai um newer forms because even ai there's a bunch of forms but the newer forms of ai are very quick orders of magnitudes quicker than the the original um uh way we used to do things and they're higher quality less artifact better detail um so that's another 49 percent. so 49 percent was interpretation of the images after so maybe you'll help the you know you'll help with identifying structures measuring volumes um uh whatever right that stuff is intuitive the other 49 percent, i wasn't too i honestly didn't know about it, that reconstruction i mean i knew that we needed computers to make the images. I just wasn't sure that how it worked. So that's all the other 49 percent. And then the other like two percent estimation is other things. So some of it is uh, triaging scans. So like it's kind of like interpretation. It will like maybe pre-read a scan, but it will notify physicians when there are certain things that are going on to read them. Um, some scan, some some technologies were um used for like treatment planning uh for radiation oncology um like there's like there's some miscellaneous stuff but um within with all that all everything i said there's so much room for improvements so much room and you only really see how much room there is once you see what we've done and that's what i was able to do like on that list i can see everything that was approved literally everything there's less than 500 entries so far which if you think about it that's not a lot that is not a lot that's so little so little especially because the older ones are not used so a lot of it is just reiteration and some of it is very similar solutions to the same problem um so there's so many problems that can be attacked with the um tackled with uh the help of ai that i think would help everyone involved the physicians the patients admin everyone um and i have a few ideas but i'll keep those to myself for now but really 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 cool um and very eye-opening to see that you know it was like 90 percent of the ai tech in medicine is radiology based some of it was derm some of it was i saw cardio cardiovascular a lot um, which makes sense. Um, what else? What did I see? Wow. I don't even remember what else I saw. I just remember Derman cardio cardio. Yeah, but it's missed mostly radiology, to be honest with you. Um, hematology there was there was a few um i mean i'm sure i'm sure there's more than that but uh, the percentage is, is little um so yeah i'll end it here today i just want to share that factoid with you so if you are in the field of medicine and um you're interested in technology i i i encourage you to go on fda's website and look at the list of technologies they approve and just see what's out there in your field um it's fascinating 
because you'll realize that wow there's we can do so much more than this like this is just the beginning um like one of the cooler technologies that i saw was that i didn't really see on the news and i don't know if that's because it i haven't really done enough research to know how well it works but i know it works okay that it was approved by the fda at least right um it's a portable mri uh which is insane right because when we think of mris we think of these like dark basement big you know machines are allowed um that you can't get near you know metal cannot get in like anywhere near but now we're talking about portable so light hopefully not that loud and then also there's metal everywhere in the hospital so how are you going to transport you know what i'm saying um and then yeah how expensive would would that be i'm not really sure but um from what i learned um they use it's called it's called swoop i think it's called swoop is the name of the device and hyperfine is the name of the company i think um they use permanent magnets instead of electric um and that's how they um that's how they can make them i think portable um and then for the noise part i think they have like a a noise cancellation technology the same way we have like our our headphone canceling technology where like it balances out the noise i think that's how they do it um and device the device is like like maybe like this tall and as wide as maybe like this chair um and it looks really fascinating actually um but i don't know just cool like cool stuff you just see so many cool things if you go on fda's website cool good night y'all i love you thanks so much for watching and listening i really appreciate it i'll see you tomorrow and until then do me a favor and stay uncomfortable peace